and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast exploring irrelevant questions about entertainment, namely movie, TV, and the comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. We are talking about Black Widow. That's the movie. I almost stuttered <laughs> and didn't know how to, <laughs> didn't, know, remember, didn't remember the name of it. Uh, we're going to talk about Black Widow. Uh, if you've never heard one of our reviews before, the way we're going to do this is we're going to have a, we're going to have two sections. We're going to have the non-spoiler section first. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about everything uh, that is not going to spoil the movie for you so that you can decide if you want to then go see it later, mm-hmm. which I think our general verdict is you should see this one. Absolutely. Uh, and then we're going to do, we're going to have a hard cutoff. We're going to do a little bit about spoilers for like a solid 30 seconds to give you a chance to sprint across the room because you weren't actually paying attention and shut your computer off. Mm-hmm. Um, fair warning. Our trend is to typically spoil something large right at the beginning of spoiler section. So you should sprint across the room and shut your laptop. Uh, you should, I mean, if you're hearing us talking, you should sprint across the room and shut your laptop anyway, just <laughs> yes. for like general health and safety reasons. Yep. Uh, and each episode or each, sorry, and each section mm-hmm. uh, for this one and for most other ones will be split into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Not talking about that movie. Uh, where we talk about everything we liked about it, everything we didn't like about it, and then anything that deviates from source material. You haven't read source material for Black Widow, have you? Not in the slightest. I did about three seconds of Wikipediaing early. So All right, so we will have we'll, a very we'll skimpy go. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll be ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, Matt, Preston, what'd you think? I really liked it. I liked it too. I was not expecting, I was expecting it to be fine. Just mid-tier Marvel, just over and done with. I mean, the thing is mid-tier Marvel is still good. Annoyingly I, so. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think it's mid-tier Marvel though. I think it's a comfortably cut above. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we've talked briefly about, um, or repeatedly about kind of tiers mm-hmm. of the movies of the Marvel movies. Where would you put this in your tiers? Uh, mostly tiers of happiness. Yes. Yeah. Good. Um, occasionally some tiers of, of sadness at some of the more emotional moments, but a lot of tiers of happiness. What other movies? <laughs> what tier? T I E R. Um, right. well, I'm, I'm trying to think how to do this because I mean, everyone's own rankings are subjective. And if I right. say, Oh, I liked it as much as black Panther. No one means that that's like, if that's top two for me or top 10 or right. whatever it's um it's probably about top third okay marvel movie for me um i yeah i think i'd put it about on par with uh black panther which mm-hmm. i really liked but had a few issues with yep um and what are other marvel movies yeah uh, there's so many now somebody is just starting Ant-Man, to clog up like my equivalent was ant-man okay like, so I, I would I have this comfortably movie. above ant-man okay I liked um, Ant-Man. Um, I think. Well, let's talk about what, what got it to there for okay. us. Um, what, what stuck out to you, first of all, of like, what, what sticks out to you now after, was that probably 24 hours? Yeah, roughly 24 hours. They totally just made a Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> like did. down to the opening credits yeah. being like drawn out with the little clips and cuts and stuff. Super just like cold open. Mission Impossible style long credits yep. with the the theme music, um, and the montage of the montage uh, of stuff. Yep, uh, action set pieces, big showy action set pieces. There's a like a little plot object that is the the focus. That's yeah, the MacGuffin. 
It's actually not technically a MacGuffin. Oh. MacGuffin, the coin was termed by Alfred Hitchcock, means something that is... The coin was termed? The coin was termed. <laughs> Did you know you said that? <laughs> this is going to be a long day, folks. I, I really hope... <laughs> i really hope gage like slowly zooms in on my face piecing that together because <laughs> it was a solid a solid five to ten seconds of me just like did he say that at least it dawned on you <laughs> anyway anyway a, Mac- MacGuffin? a MacGuffin is a plot object that initially motivates the plot but eventually becomes irrelevant over the course of the plot oh. um, it's something that doesn't have any meaning in itself so what's in the perpetually plot. relevant MacGuffin? yeah so there have been some different terms to um describe how this object i i call it like a, a plot object or something like that right where it's it's something um think uh oh i don't know what's a good example the death star plans from a new hope okay they're a small singular object that everyone's trying to get, but they are very important throughout the plot and they're important for what they are. It's a very obvious single, ob- very small object that everyone wants and is very important to the plot. The Infinity Stones? The Ring? The Ring? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, that's like. I'm surprised, that, like, because the Death Star plans are. I feel like they're less of a. This is not the movie we're talking about. Not the movie we're talking about. <laughs> uh okay yeah yeah Yeah. no they totally made a mission impossible movie and as far as mission impossible movies go they made a pretty good one they made a good one oh for sure they didn't make a 1990s i mean there's only been one bad mission impossible movie so that's that's fallout i saw you die a little bit inside (laughs) i don't even have a a a joke something about like i'm gonna go so nuclear there's gonna be fallout over you that's the best I got. I'm I'm sorry. I'm tired. We we both helped people move today. We're tired. Yeah, we're very exhausted. <laughs> uh, I loved the di- the family dynamic between the the two sisters. Yes, essentially, absolutely. Um, Florence Pugh and uh, Scarlett Johansson have phenomenal sister chemistry. Yeah, that was just so much fun. Just like it's just something about the writing. I felt like was more. The the dialogue felt more natural than a lot of things that I've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a specifically one scene where it's kind of it's post action scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of it's their first kind of actual reconnection okay. as characters. Right. You know exactly what scene I'm I think. About. I think I know what scene where you're talking about. It just felt natural. Yeah. Like it felt real, and yeah. I, I couldn't hear the writing in it, mm-hmm. I, I, which I think is a thing that. Um, that sticks out to me a lot when there's bad writing is you can hear the writing in it. Yeah. You, um, you can hear like, it's like, I could, it's like seeing the wires when someone's doing a stunt. Right. Yeah. You figure uh, out how, yeah. Yeah. And so, that, and that's, there's one scene specifically that, that does a very good job of that, but it's kind of throughout, including mm-hmm. like towards the end. Yeah. Um, Taskmaster was so cool. Love the character design. Oh my God god and like the stunts and just like the just all of it yeah. all around i had a minor issue with the reveal about 
who Taskmaster is. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the the character Taskmaster was so dope. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And they didn't overdo the. I think there was really only two parts, three three parts that was oh it's an Avengers copy, mm-hmm. but for the most part it was a seamless integration of all the fighting styles. Yeah. Um. It didn't just feel like it was like oh they're Hawkeye right now oh they're uh, Black Panther right now oh they're like yeah. and all of the minor analyses of Black Widow mm-hmm. when they're fighting like head tilt and then taskmaster tilted their head yeah like just tiny stuff like that was so cool to watch yeah sorry i'm just like geeking out now i also just want to say how terrifying it's got to be to be a villain on the wrong side of captain america after seeing that shield get thrown at characters we care about oh yeah (laughs) there's some scenes where i'm like ooh, yeah and he goes whistling past i mean it's i think the thing like there was they kind of did it with uh this one where taskmaster threw the shield way harder Mm -hmm. like cap would never throw the shield so hard that it would embed itself in a solid foot eye beam that happened in the movie where it was like halfway through a foot wide that's the particular throw i'm thinking of yeah i was like that's got some punch behind it yeah so that was uh but taskmaster was so cool yeah what Um, else so writing was good. All the effects looked fantastic. I yeah. There was never a moment that I was just like mm, green screen, like because sometimes you can kind of yeah. Mar- I mean, Marvel generally puts a ton of money and time into their effects. And yeah. It yeah, it looked really good. Um, there yeah. weren't imp- any particular scene like visual set pieces that stuck out to me. I think the reason I liked Black Panther a little bit more than this one is because just there was so much just glorious. Yeah. Like scene like landscapes mm-hmm. uh the ancestral plane yeah. thing yeah. was ancestral plane probably right? probably um was beautiful like all the like african just mm-hmm. landscapes and stuff were cool um but there really weren't any of that this one felt more urban which makes yeah sense. <laughs> no i mean it is done just more as a spy movie yeah kind of thing mission impossible if yep. you will um yeah no there there were some set pieces that i liked i think on average the big difference between it and the mission impossible movie say um would be they traded off uh some of the action spectacle for some character i yeah. think um which pays off yeah i think it it works really well yeah. works in its favor but the action was merely good yeah not spectacular it handled the feeling of their like the lack of letting your guard down mm-hmm. really well. Um, especially in, what would that be? The first 20 minutes. There's one scene that's just like, <laughs> even I didn't see it coming kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just the, like always on the move. It didn't feel anxious. Mm-hmm. Like you're, uh, like it would be like you're on a timeline and stuff like that. Right. But it didn't feel like you could ever let your guard down. Even, even the scenes where like they did kind of let their guard down. You're like the, there were shots the camera would make, would focus on someone that was just like Mm -hmm. a background character. And you're like, 
Mm, who's that? <laughs> um, they yeah. explain it later, but like, right, just stuff like that. Like it, it you could feel Nat and Yelena. 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 You could feel them looking over their shoulders all the time. Yeah, and it's it. Yeah, it was really great filmmaking from that sense where mm-hmm. it just it captures what it's like to be them. It's yeah. Um, you, constantly a little bit on edge you're you're confident you're generally in control of the situation but you're also looking over your shoulder at every turn yeah and as long as we're talking about filmmaking and just editing and directing this had a lot of energy oh yeah it was just driving throughout like i was edge of my seat within five minutes yep easy which yep. let me also just say segueing out of that cold open was masterful so the cold open was uh yes past. Yeah. yeah right yes yes now i'm remembering oh, okay i was thinking of a different the next opening no oh. uh but yes yeah that was really good yeah now that i'm yeah that was good yeah can't really say much about it because oh yeah kind of well, spoils a little bit of. The, i want to dig into it in spoilers a little bit yeah but really well done the I was curious how they were going to approach um, Nat being the unsuperpowered person. Mm-hmm. And Yelena was the perfect character to just throw all the commentary about it at. <laughs> yeah. Like, just her way of, like, roasting <laughs> Nat about... Um, You're an Avenger really... now. Huh? You're an Avenger now. Well, I mean, it's Why'd not you really get your space god friend to come help yeah, us. Yeah, th- that one was a really good one. It's just like um, the big ones, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Who are the big ones?" And she's like, "I doubt the god from space needs an aspirin after <laughs> after a fight." <laughs> Great line, which is such a good line. Yeah. Um, and just like mocking her posing mm-hmm. and just generally superhero stuff. Like, yeah. it felt like it could pull back from the superhero genre because it was, um. It's the main character is the bridge between the superheroes and the normal people. Right. And then the other characters were still somewhat normal characters Mm -hmm. or normal people. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of got a little bit of that. Um, I mean, you probably get some of that in like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. maybe. Except they ended up with Ghost Rider. So I'm not really entirely confident that that. Uh, Yeah. Ghost Rider and Aliens. (laughs) Or super powered. Um, But. No, it, it felt. Like they had something to say about superheroes, right? And they said them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked well. Yeah. What else? Uh, music was pretty good. Music was good. Yeah. Wasn't like overwhelmingly. Wow, this is awesome. But yeah, I was a little disappointed by the um, the theme in general. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the theme. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple different ideas going on. I think i picked out a couple of russian folk songs that were part of the melodies there okay um at least there were a couple of tunes that sounded really familiar and sounded like russian folk songs so which would make sense yeah you know given the setting and the characters generally i liked generally how each character of the family Mm -hmm. uh has their own opinions about the past yeah um 
based on roles they were in and like how old they were and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It all felt like it makes sense. Yeah. Um, can't really spoil much of that. No, but um, it's a good source of dramatic tension. Again, you play up the characters a little bit. Though. Yeah. And it never really ceases. Right. I it mean, kind of does. It kind of resolves a little forcefully. Mm-hmm. It feel like, it felt like they didn't really, there was like, one event small event that just kind of like healed a wound that didn't feel like that would heal that wound Mm -hmm. um but like i I feel like the setup was really good yeah but kind of bleeding into the bat a little bit like Mm -hmm. the execution or the the conclusion of it didn't feel right yeah. I feel like I keep talking about specific stuff, which is not great for non-spoilers. No, I, I see what you're saying. Um, I think in general, that's a symptom of the bigger problem. The The one big problem that I have with the movie is that it simultaneously had too much and not enough going on thematically. Okay. Um, so like at its core, it's trying to ma- basically just be a family movie. Yeah. Um, and it's about the family dynamics and what makes a family a family and um, tr- trust and loyalty and um, betrayal and Things like that, you know, yeah, good normal family stuff. Um, and it spent some time on that. That was kind of the core focus. But it starts leaning into a whole bunch of other themes about um, uh, control versus freedom, and mm. um, uh, the some regret. of the regret and uh, some of the uh, the sort of the guilt and the self perpetuating nature of violence. We'll, yeah. we'll get into it more in spoilers. Um, but it's it was there was a lot of things that it would sort of reach out and just touch some ideas on mm-hmm. but never really go anywhere i um, mean i think on the whole that broadened it out too much to where it wasn't able to come to a nice focused conclusion on its core family stuff gotcha that was my thinking on that okay at least yeah that makes sense yes first time what else um what didn't i like i think the thing that kind of brought it down for me was i mean disney had said that this was going to be a spy movie Mm -hmm. and then also disney had said that multiverse of madness is going to be a horror movie right and then we found out that it's not really going to be a horror movie it's going to be a superhero movie that's like a little scary maybe and so i kind of went into this like hoping that it was going to be a spy movie but like also expecting it to be a superhero movie that's kind of a spy movie. The Mission Impossible which movie. Mission Impossible. Exactly. And the first 15 minutes absolutely convinced me that it was going to be an actual spy movie. Like with oh, some no. action bits. Oh no. You poor boy. And then boy. it just like on a dime switched to just a superhero movie with a little bit of spy stuff. Yeah. And I'm currently on a giant bender of espionage. I have mm-hmm. found my new... I'll have mentioned it or will have mentioned it i will have mentioned it maybe in my in our episode mm-hmm. of our watchman up to episode coming out will or will have will uh i have mentioned because that'll probably come out before this okay i have mentioned okay that my new favorite genre is espionage mm-hmm. so i think it's just unfair for the movie yeah that i went into it like going oh espionage is such a great genre and then expecting that to be espionage but it's a disney movie (laughs) no it totally wasn't um so 
I'll probably need to like get off my espionage high horse and then watch the movie again mm-hmm. and it'll probably go up in my mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I mean, also the first 15 minutes did a good job of making it seem like it was going to be more like, right. Spy. And right. then it didn't really become that. It no. felt more linear than a spy movie should be. Yeah. No, it, it totally wasn't a spy movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like a spy movie, we were going to do, we're going to do an episode on this eventually. Some point. Uh, I feel like a spy movie pulls on different threads into a singular point mm-hmm. but a movie like this which is an action movie with some spy stuff is a linear right point to point to point to point exactly um and that's just get to the next action set piece yeah exactly um which is fine when that's what it's doing yeah <laughs> you just gotta suck it up and deal with it when a movie decides that that's what it wants to be yep buster Hey, look, man, I went into it with, like, the box. I was, like, ready to put the movie in a box. And then mm-hmm. I put the, I put the movie in the box. And I was like, it's going to be this. And that's why I was disappointed. It's because it was like, ah, it's going to be this. And then it was a different box. You had to take it out of that box and put it back in the other box. Yeah, but I don't want to spend the whole movie, like, just moving it from box to box. Because that's when you get a bad movie that is Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> don't build a box. Huh? <laughs> don't build a box. Yeah, that's fair. No one needs boxes. Let the movie be the movie and let it be an expansive thing in your mind. I need it to be in a box. Well, the thing is, construct the box post-facto after you've seen it. Shut up. It's a hole. It's not a... There's a... I want the movie in the box. I don't want there to be any holes in the box. (laughs) Not talking about that movie. (laughs) Great movie, though. Good movie. Yeah. I'm glad Um, Netflix is doing more. What else? Um, I have a couple other criticisms that I think I'm going to have to say for spoilers. Um, generally my biggest one was the, the themes yeah. was my biggest problem. Um, I felt like there was an inconsistency in ability. Yeah, I could see that. There, there was a lot of times where like it was an action piece where when Nat needed to win, she won. And when she needed to lose, she lost. And it had nothing to do with her opponent's mm-hmm. ability. There was a particular moment that really struck me where she's um, having an action set piece against another widow mm-hmm. um, and they both fall from a comparable height yep. and Nat gets up and is completely fine and the other and widow like is like shattered leg. coughing up her last breaths yeah. and it, it just it didn't quite ring true. Right. And I think that that was one of the problems that the, brought the action from great down to good. Yeah. And in general, like a lot of movies do this and i always notice when they do it where if there's a character fighting one character they're matched and then if the character is fighting a bunch of a similar character mm-hmm. then suddenly they're like way better than any one of them individually and right. it takes the entire mob to bring them down and right it's just like how good is this character is this character supposed to be great or are they just like adequate the writer knows. The writer knows. And the writer wants them to be what the writer wants them to be. Exactly. So that was a problem I had mm-hmm. that was very prevalent to me at the end. I have a rebuttal, but we'll save it for spoilers. Okay. Um, I also don't know how I feel about um, revealing things only when they become relevant. Mm-hmm. And it did a lot of that in Act 3. Yeah. Which... It, the movie had set itself on a track of like, had kind of set up the way it's going to give you information. Right. And then it changes it in act three, how it's going to give you information. Mm -hmm. And like, 
I don't know. It kind of threw me off and I was just like a little annoyed a couple times where they, they someone says something and I was like, what? <laughs> when is this going to, when was this explained? Right. But then they explain it in a different way that was different to, I mean, I'm, it's not really a spoiler. They explain it in a flashback. Right. They start showing flashbacks in the last third of the movie and I'm just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was a little unsatisfying. It's so Ocean's Eleven does it well, where basically they start the heist thirty minutes in, yeah, and the whole movie is heist flashback, heist flashback, heist flashback. That's the movie, mm-hmm. and then like this one does it like right at the end, and yeah. it just it does it make sense how it was conflicting, how like it just, yeah, it, it did it did feel pretty jarring, yeah. So that was something that caught me off guard at the end. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was just less satisfied about the conclusion of the story in general. Yeah. It was like, this movie was more fun getting to the end. Right. But like, I don't know. It was a mission I, impossible movie. Yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> yeah, I've kind of always felt about, felt that about those. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it was a really fun journey. The conclusion was lackluster, but... It just kind of ended, you know? Yeah. And it... What happened at the end? I'm starting to, like, piece together all of my issues with, like, the last ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that in spoilers. Yeah. It's a lot of spoilers. Uh, So what was ugly? Certainly not the cast in general. No. You could make an argument that David Harbour is not conventionally attractive. But... Oh, that was another thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. De-aging. Seamless. Like, I know it's been seamless, but, mm-hmm. like, young David Harbour, like, just, like, yeah. he's not even an old man. No. But, like, just, they kind of... They just slimmed, tweaked him a little tweaked bit. Tweaked him a little bit. Just, I was like... I don't know. I I mean, I know that this this isn't the first movie it's been this good. It was fantastic right. with Kurt Russell. Yeah. And it's just it blows me away every single time. Yeah. And it makes me excited every time I see it. And I'm just like, I cannot wait until we just get like she'll probably die sometime soon, but um Maggie Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Get like a young Maggie Smith. Mm. Are you like dude <laughs> yeah that'd be so cool to have like yeah, a, yeah yeah what if it was like i don't i don't know anything about downton abbey but mm-hmm. what if we got like an early down like a prequel to downton abbey and it's Ooh. just like a young maggie smith we're getting a second movie but we don't know we anything are. about it That's true. what if it were a prequel except they wouldn't be able to bring back their 45 cast members that they've accumulated <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't need all 45 if it's a prequel they just need who are the people in the beginning was maggie smith at the beginning of the show I mean, yeah, she was at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Who else? Is, uh, this is not what we're talking about. God. <laughs> Good show. Not what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, speaking of David Harbour, uh, that was one of my criticisms is he is kind of around at the beginning of the movie and then disappears for a while and then he pops back up about halfway through and it feels like a completely different character. And I think there's some in-story yeah. reasons for that, but it just like just to the core, it felt like there there were some major differences there. Yeah. It was a little like trying to reconcile the the versions there it's kind of tough no i could see that he felt um he had a lot of really interesting story threads happening Mm -hmm. early on um including like 
Oh, that was another thing I was thinking about the entire movie. Uh, jumping back to good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well done with character flaws. Mm-hmm. Like, every character had their flaws and they all felt real and, like, they added consequence and tension to the story. Mm-hmm. Like, with David Harbour's character, like, his flaw was pretty much explicitly stated by Florence Pugh's character, by Elena. Um, but, like, it still was a good flaw for him to have. Right. Um, and it was just, like, all the, yeah. Yeah. A lot of really good character flaws. Yep. But yes, no, David Harbour had a lot, I feel like he had a lot of really cool plot threads happening early, Mm -hmm. and then there was no character arc. Yeah. Like, they just kind of disappeared. Yeah, well, they started a separate character arc when he showed back up, because it was a new character, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ah, well. Oh, well. I mean, he's Uh, still great as both separate versions i guess now he's like jekyll and hyde or something, yeah but so what's ugly um the big one is spoilery um i mean this is basically just a completely made up plot yeah the like behind the scenes villain is not from the comics mm. um yeah it's just i mean it's a completely different movie at this mm. point and we know this about the mcu they, yeah they go very original very original they yeah they have full control of their material now um Red Guardian. Anything about Red Guardian that's... He exists in the comics. Okay. Let's uh, do a little Wikipedia real quick, why don't we? Well, one ugly for sure is that uh, in the comics, he fought fought alongside and I guess against Captain America. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, uh, there was actually kind of an interesting story or mm-hmm. interesting like dialogue with him. He's like, yeah, I fought Captain America. I used his shield against him. And then a guy was like, Captain America was still on ice at the time of what you're, the, the, the story that you're saying took place. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so he never actually, he, uh, he was like living in a shadow of a, a character that was not around when he was around. At one point in the comics, the, um, Alexei Shostakov, the version from, the movie uh was the husband of natasha romanov oh that's something <laughs> yeah no i mean there have been a bunch of different versions yeah. it's basically just the soviet super soldier yeah counteracting captain america does yelena exist in the comics come on matt one big thing i wasn't looking at the small things elena belova she does. Elena Bilova. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She was a red. Uh, she was a Black Widow. Yes. Okay. The second person to become Black Widow. Cool. Um. Was trained in Red Room Academy, which I guess seems to exist. Yep. Shortly afterwards, she barely survives an attack by Sauron. What? <laughs> Lord of the Rings crossover. Apparently. Well, this is embarrassing. We don't know very much about... We gotta prepare for these more. I gotta get on my uh, Suicide Squad readings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Basically, original plot, but a lot of characters follow roughly their original trajectories. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Guardian is the anti-Captain America because Cold War. Yeah. Um, escalation there. Uh, Yelena Belova is the Red Room assassin who was 
trained the same place and eventually would go on to become Black Widow, yep. um, which she may end up being on some sort of trajectory like that at some point in the MCU. Yeah. <gasps> yep. That's absolutely what's going to happen based on the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely what's going to happen. She's spoilers for Endgame, I guess, because we know someone personally who hasn't seen it yet. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Not a whole lot of ugly. That's I mean, there's fine. there's one big one that I have to yes. say for spoilers. All right, um, Matt, what'd you rate it? Um. Coming out of the theater, I was like between an eight and a nine, honestly. Woo, okay. Yeah, um, I've settled on a solid eight. Okay. Um, I have enough major criticisms and it hasn't lingered with me the way I would expect a nine to. Yeah. Um, but it is a very good movie. Um, I will actively try to seek out another opportunity to see it in the theater. Okay. I'm probably putting it around a seven. Okay. Um, strong seven. So like, it's a seven that can see the dome of the eight, basically. <laughs> sure we'll go with it <laughs> um i will see it again kaylin wants to see it she couldn't go with us um it's just that there's it was a good movie but it didn't seem to like really scratch a lot of itches of mine that mm-hmm. i expect from a great movie um i think okay um it will probably kind of inflate to an eight a little bit mm-hmm. um Maybe once I see it again and like, yeah, I just think that like the resolution of the plot kind of left me unsatisfied. That's fair. Um, which brings it down a lot um, in, in my ratings. Uh, if, if the story had resolved better and I don't know how it would resolve, would have resolved better. Mm-hmm. If I had more time to think about it, we tend, we know that I like to sure. like, do that kind of stuff. If I had more time to think about it, I can think about a way that it could end better. Um, but I just, I just know that I walked out kind of going, eh, the hmm. ending, right. not, not fully, fully sold on it. Fair enough. And also the post credit scene. I have a fundamental problem with, um, we'll get into we it. Talking about spoilers. Let's spoil this movie. Let's spoil this movie. Well, we should probably do some sort of end cap thing. Oh, that's you. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If they're, you're off ramping here, um, you can, uh, I mean, the rest of the spoiler review is coming right up. So if you're sticking around for that, great. We'll see. We'll see you there. We won't see you. We're recording this. The only things we're seeing are each other's ugly mugs. Um, you can find our regular podcast, Just Us Losers, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and I think Podbean's the one I missed in that list, but... Other ones probably as well, but those are the ones I can remember. Uh, we're on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod. We're on Instagram at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, we've got a Gmail, Just Us Losers Pod at gmail.com, where I someone should really write a Black Widow review for me because I want to do one, but I don't have the time or the energy to do one. And so if someone else wants to do it and I can just plagiarize it, and you want to Yeah, there's see like what... nine reviews that you've promised to do and you. <laughs> It's an exaggeration. I'm pretty sure it's two. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, but you've also said you wanted to do a bunch of other reviews for all the other stuff that we've done. Yeah, that's true. Quit your job and get on it. No. I will have that expectation of you. Yeah. I want to see your reviews. I genuinely read your reviews. Oh. Mostly because I wanted to see if you mentioned me in any way. 
I occasionally um, would. You occasionally would, which is what kept me st- kept me reading them. Because <laughs> if I read like three of your reviews and there was no mention of me whatsoever, I just was I would have stopped. But like, mm-hmm. you just kind of kept me on the line. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Get back and reading them. Yep. Or writing them, so I can read them. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll make it happen. It'll be a thing. Uh. Yeah. So if you're off roading here, then we'll see you for our regular episode. We're talking about. This week, uh, just our, what you've been up to using news and stuff like that. And then next week, we hadn't settled on a topic, so it'll probably just end up being villain motivations. Next week? Yeah. I don't know when this is coming out. It could be in a week. It's true. It could, be, could, be. could be like tomorrow. Could be mere months from now. Could be. Mere like, months? Many months. Also, how would our next episode that we're about to record now come months? No, this. Oh, this could come out months. Right. Right. Yes. So... We have no idea what episode we're talking about, if that's the case. Nope. Spoilers. Spoilers! We'll spoil the pants off this movie. Uh, let's spoil... Spoil the... the there, every every of the one of the characters had a different outfit, so let's spoil the... Oh, let's spoil the pockets off this movie. Here we go, There's yeah. so many pockets! So many pockets! You, you can put so many things in the pockets! put so many things in the pockets, you don't even... You won't even know! <laughs> What's a big spoiler? Taskmaster's a lady. Task, I mean, we kind of all knew that was coming. Yeah, we all thought it was going to be Rachel Vice, but yeah. But Taskmaster's the d- the girl that didn't die. Yeah, which I have a problem with. Age doesn't particularly line up. Well, she looked like looking past the burns. Mm-hmm. She looked like she was mid twenties, and the that story happened. What like was supposed to have been like twelve years ago. All right, maybe. Yeah. I mean, she was played by Olga Kirilenko, who is got to be like 35 at this point, but... Olga Kirilenko. 41. 41, okay. So, okay, so I was like, yeah, she looks old. That little girl was like seven. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't work for me. Yeah. um, It felt more like they wanted... So, I... I do think it works um, in one sense, but it did very much feel like they just wanted, oh, who's the the man or the woman behind the curtain? Who's the the face we can reveal? When we I was hoping it was going to be a robot. I was kind of half expecting that almost. Like, I think we were supposed to kind of be half expecting that. Yeah. Like the smile mm-hmm. thing. What was that about? That never came back. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Like uh, that's what made me think it was a robot. It was like one of the Black Widows just kind of being snarky that like robots don't smile, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, I'm thinking the robot, yeah. and like it was too much like computer stuff and the vision visor and stuff. And I was yeah, like, I really hope it's a robot. It's just a Terminator. Yeah, pretty much. Well, um, what's good? Um, well, speaking of Taskmaster, um, one of the many thematic threads that they touched on in this movie was the. Um, sort of the duality and violence begetting violence and, um, stuff like that. You see that a lot with, uh, well, for example, when, uh, Natasha first comes to, uh, Yelena in Budapest. Pest. 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 What? Pest. Pest. Budapest. You're a pest. We never talked about him. He existed. He was good. I loved him. Anyway. Anyway. Uh... When they first come to Budapest, they fight and they do the cool little, like, both disarm each other. And it's a very back and forth fight. They're kind of using the same moves on each other. Yeah. Um, and it's just like the, you know, self-destruction. And Taskmaster is sort of the 
iteration of that like violence following violence and um, vicious cycles and all that and so the idea of having it be someone who came to this violent situation because she was as an innocent just thrust into it by black widow's destruction and violence um it makes sense thematically Mm -hmm. it just did very much feel like oh ho ho what a plot twist yeah and it also it wasn't a theme that they leaned into enough they certainly didn't say anything much explicit about it yeah um they were mostly talking about just the the family themes Mm -hmm. but like i can see a version of it where it works so kind of a good and bad yeah a little bit melancholy there yeah yeah um let's see the can we talk about that cold open that cold open holy balls that cold open that was so cool yeah just like the sniping like Mm -hmm. just like i don't know that just you're talking specifically about the plane right like that whole plane scene or just like the whole thing in general the whole thing okay beginning to end so well let me walk walk me through yours like okay. what, what stuck out to you? All right. So it starts and we've just got, you know, little kids being kids and we're immediately endeared to them and um, are sympathetic to both of them. We like the older sister and she's become the the main character that we identify with very right. quickly, which is that's what we're supposed to do. It's Natasha, as we'll yeah. discover before too long here. Uh, it was also pretty obvious. I mean, yeah, they're not exactly. <laughs> you know how it. movies go. You knew who that was going to be. Yeah. Um, And then they do a fun little uh the spy escape thing and the little kid's like yay we go on an adventure and the older kid knows what's going on and mm-hmm. um and it's fun just like the the tension but they don't really give anything away they don't have any obvious like things are going bad until they get to the plane mm-hmm. um and then there's some really fun little moments david harbour just throwing the thing out of the way and you're like oh Oh yeah, you you I jumped at that. Audibly jumped. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Audibly jumped. Audibly jumped. I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Sounded about like that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just a great little little throwaway to show that. He's I mean, got super strength. We know that we know that these are, or we suspect that these are spies at this point. Yeah. Um, if you've seen the Americans or know it, just anything about. Is the Americans a good espionage? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I mean, it's good. And I think it has espionage in it. But I don't know if it's a good espionage thing. Um, Yeah. Just IMDb stuff real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then uh, just a a good shootout. um, Good old fashioned shootout with David Harbour and the rifle and then the there's like actual consequences and the mom gets shot um and the kid has to take over and it's always so satisfying when the kid has to step up in the life or death situation yep. of the main character and you identify with them and your inner little kid is like you can do it little girl but it's really terrifying and yeah. you have to yank up and i was like i was like edging my seat when she had to go up over the the trucks yeah. and i was like i mean i know she's gonna make it but i was still really feeling the tension there yep it's fantastic stuff mm-hmm and then they go to Cuba and they you know, things start going wrong and man, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Just so you know, the first season of Americans is good. It's got 78, then 88, then 92, then 95, then 94, then 92. Okay. Like it starts like good and then it's just like, we're good. All right. 
So good to know. Looks like I'm gonna watch that. I'll have to watch that soon. All right. Not the show yeah, we're talking no, about. No, that's that was really good. Just yep. ratchets up the tension throughout and then pays it off. Yep. It sets all the thematic and plot threads in motion right away. I think one of my issues we always kind of do this in the spoiler section. We don't really have a clear defined thing yeah. bad. Um, I think one of my issues was the fact that like we didn't see much of the parents doing the things they did in the first scene ever mm-hmm. again. Right. We never see Red Guardian shooting a, a rifle right. ever again. He's just now punchy, punchy man. Um, and big dumb Russian accent man, not secret spy living a double life in the right. U.S. Different and character. And that's kind of what that was like that that scene like made it very clear to me is like this is gonna be a spy movie Mm -hmm. and then like the opening credits just had the very much like it's i don't know information Mm -hmm. i think is the key thing between like a superhero thing or like an action movie with some spy stuff and a spy stuff with action stuff is a spy stuff with action stuff. A spy movie with action stuff is about information, mm-hmm. and um, action movie with spy stuff is about set pieces. Right. And so, with the the opening credits, made it very clear that information was kind of a important piece of this. Yep. And it wasn't. Totally wasn't. <laughs> not even not all remotely involved. And so that's what the. That's what the expectations were set was like, oh, information. Mm-hmm. But what else? Um, well, you mentioned it sort of broadly in the non-spoilers, but when Natasha's in Norway and going to get the gas and then the rocket comes out of nowhere and oh, blows yeah. up the car. I was oh, like, my God. You can, they didn't... you can tell something's up because otherwise they would have just edited it like, okay, she drives off to get gas. So she comes back. She... Right starts like, it back up but i didn't know where the thing was gonna be and like, right they cut it in or they framed it in a way that there wasn't gonna be something right and like because it's a very common thing that if something's gonna come from the side of a car that mm-hmm. you get a side a profile shot of the person in the driver's seat so where you right. can see through the car right big example of that is the beginning of shazam and like yep. you knew that Thad was gonna get in a wreck when it's showing you down the road through the car. And I'm like, they're going to get hit by a car. Yep. But this was just like out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. No, it's sudden rocket. There was a lot of just good use of wide shots in this where they'll show a lot of things going on. And yep. this was kind of the, the first one where I was like, okay, that, that was cool. That was different. Yeah. It's I, again, audibly jumped. Yep. That's a part <laughs> that of the one actually gun, scared me. The, the, the flip thing was just like, Oh, oh, look at that. But mm-hmm. this one actually scared me. Right. Um, And then that following fight sequence was so good. Yeah. Like, because that, again, it was about information. It was about reading each other mm-hmm. during the fight. It was less about the actual, like, beating the crap out of each other. She's trying to figure out what's going on, who this thing is, mm-hmm. and, like, what do they want? And, like, they made it explicit when Nat was like, He's not here for me Mm -hmm. um, when it was walking to the thing. And so she adjusted her, like it was information that adjusted her uh, trajectory to then prevent this thing from getting the, the the stuff that it wants. 
And I was like, spy stuff mm-hmm. with action. Yeah. But then later in the movie, it just became action. <laughs> yeah. But, um, God, what else? It's so hard to review a movie. Why do we yeah. do this? <laughs> um, let's see. Well, what did we talk about in non-spoilers that we said we'll have to save for spoilers? Uh, well, the big ugly. The big ugly. Um, I really like the final set piece because it is so big, dumb over the top, like falling airship and they're fighting amongst the wreckage as everything's plummeting to the ground. Oh yeah. And then like all of a sudden they landed and I was like, Oh, Oh, I thought they had like another minute in the air from the last establishing shot they had. It was kind of sudden. Yeah. I was kind of confused about that whole situation. Why Mm -hmm. was there gravity? Because they were... They were plummeting. Yeah. So... There shouldn't have been gravity. Because if everything's falling at the same rate... Mm Mm-hmm. Then... There's no force. It's... Imagine if you're in an elevator and the elevator's falling. mm Mm-hmm. You're following at the same rate, which means you can push off things, but it's like, that's how they simulate no gravities. You, they put you in an airplane, and then the airplane's right. going down at the speed of the acceleration of gravity. Right. And so this thing was accelerating at gravity, and I guess a case could be made for terminal velocity that it was a lot bigger, so it probably had more drag on it. Mm-hmm. Not that much. Not enough to where there was full force gravity in the inside. And so that just drove me nuts the entire time. That, like, it bothered yeah. me at the beginning, and then I was like, this is a problem. And then the the base of it exploded, and I'm like, oh, so it was probably still flying. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, there's still gravity. There's a problem. And then the bottom of it exploded again. Yep. And I'm like, okay, surely now there's no more gravity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had a problem with that. There was some physics things that just uh, yeah, no. didn't line up. <laughs> it was fun, but it was very much big, dumb action scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, which reminds me though, going back, uh, you had a problem with when all the black widows come in and they're fighting yes. the black widow and yeah. How did Nat like, it just, I think the only case can be made. The only case that can be made is the fact that all of the other widows weren't fully trained, which doesn't, I have a better rebuttal. Okay. They were told to make it hurt. And it was pretty clear that they were kind of taking turns going at her and they would occasionally be surprised and she'd bust out and take down four or five of them. But didn't they have the stingers? Yeah. Couldn't they just like uh, incapacitate her, wrap her up intelligently? It's like it's they were working. Isn't the thing that hurts most, though, is to give someone hope and then take it away bit by bit. You haven't convinced me. But you've staved me off for now. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I went through the exact thought process in the movie. I was like, oh, no, we're going to have one of those big fights where it's like a hundred of the same equivalent person against the one. And somehow she managed to fight them all off. And right. then the way they did it, there were a couple of shots where there was pretty, pretty clearly just several of the widows just kind of standing in the background, just right. waiting for their turn. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I think they're trying to tell us that they're not going all out because yeah. it wouldn't be a fight otherwise. I mean, could have just given them guns and they all shoot her in the head at once. Also, weren't those stingers supposed to hurt way more 
And all of them got hit by at least one stinger and then all got up and be perfectly fine. I'm confused by the stingers. What was the line? Pain pain is the thing that makes you stronger. Yeah, but the stingers would knock them unconscious. Yeah. And then they would just get up. They're widows. They're tough. Pain still hurts. The point of that line of pain is what makes you stronger is you Mm -hmm. learn from the pain. Right. But when you get knocked out, you're still knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) You're not not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. But also, these agents are chemically subjugated. They can can probably override the pain instinct. Oh, and the pheromones thing was so dumb. That was very, yeah. That was so comic booky. Yeah. Like, this is, like... Now you're starting to see why I had so many problems in the last, like, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the resolution of, like, all of the family and, like, what happened with everyone. Everyone's just like, cool, shake hands, bye. Yeah. Like, where did Nat go? Did she surrender or did she just bail? And why was she just standing around waiting? She's only confident when she has the advantage of being on a boat in a different location. Which, that... That was great. It's also, like... <laughs> exactly out of mission impossible five <laughs> they play that exact thing god <laughs> i just th- there was so much like and how does this is me just bitching about it now mm-hmm. how, how yelena was so pissed at alexi just yeah and just was not having having it and then mm-hmm. he just what sings her favorite song and all hunk, hunky dory no, it was the story about his dad peeing on his hands. That's what did it. <laughs> that was really funny. I I love the way that you're describing it, that there was two characters. Yeah. I love the first character. Mm-hmm. That he was just, he is big and dumb, but like he's trying to connect with them. And mm-hmm. like, he genuinely viewed them as his daughters. Yeah. And like, and just like, just a well-meaning dumb brute. Yeah. Um, And so he was just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> What's what's the point of you saying this? Uh, f- fathers. <laughs> okay. That's how that's how conversations work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is how we impart the lessons to our children. Yep. We give them something that sounds like a metaphor and let them work it out for themselves. Yep. Uh, yeah, that uh, I just I don't know. I I don't understand how Nat went from you aren't my family mm-hmm. through we have an, a mutual goal mm-hmm. to you are my family. Like, yeah, it, there wasn't a connection with any of them, with the exception of Elena. Like, of I understand course. that connection. Yeah. And I understand that that could have been like, even when she was getting mad and she said, like, you're not my sister and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was probably just in the heat of the moment. But like mm-hmm. they had proved to us prior in the movie that. She did view her as a sister, mm-hmm. but not the parents. Right. Um, I don't know. It just, like, and didn't connect with me. Yeah. The real friends are the family we made along the way. Vin Diesel would love that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> What's the big ugly? Uh, Taskmaster. Well, I mean, he's a dude. Yeah, he's a, he's a dude and not it? not a yeah, he's a dude and not a PTSD. Uh <laughs> not a PTSD plot point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um That it? Yeah, probably. All right. Well, you already heard our ratings. 
Yeah. So good movie. Shall we? We shall. Thanks everyone for listening. You can find our regular podcast, Just Us Losers, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. Um, you can also look for our next review coming out is probably going to be Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad! About I already a- started building my uh, my shopping list. I've got $50 Good. to spend on comics, and mm-hmm. I just finished a bunch of comics, which means I get to buy more comics. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably just going to buy a bunch of comics. Okay. Hopefully... I'm going to do some research and find comics that have the characters that are in the movie so mm-hmm. that I can actually read the correct ones. That sounds like a good plan. So, yeah, that'll be early August I have to read the one with Starro. <gasps> I got to find out where Starro is. <laughs> first appearance of the Justice League, right? Uh, not first appearance of Justice first, League. No, uh, first, first Justice cover League of the Justice League comic. Yeah. Um, but also he's been in things since then. And so I should probably find all of that. Also, yeah. yeah so uh, spin off of the Brave and the Bold. Mm. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, got that to look forward to in the coming months. Um, Shang Chi in September. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good time. Got some other uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, what from... are all the movies that are happening? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, those are the probably the next two that we'll actually review. Yep. That are most in our wheelhouse. It'll be fun. We'll have fun. Um. We you gotta watch some Shang or read some Shang Chi. I have a Shang Chi sitting on my shelf. Hopefully, once that uh, YouGov money comes in, buy a big chunk of Shang Chi. I don't want to. Or I'll just buy you a bunch of Shang Chi. I'll, I'll just buy a couple of Shang Chis. I'll buy you some Shang Chis. We'll figure it out. Shang. <laughs> my, just tabs of things to read. Uh, that was an embarrassing ugly this week. That wasn't great. No. Not your fault. We didn't like plan ahead. Not really. <laughs> when have we ever? been a while yep we're on facebook uh maybe i'll actually get a written review out for this one i'm not going to promise it because i've made a bad habit of over promising and under delivering for like two years on those um but we're on there we're on twitter at just us losers pod maybe we'll do a um, little short twitter review or twitter reviews one for you one for me something we'll figure that out um we're on instagram at just us losers pod where carter is going to be making us some memes Maybe. they're going to be fire and they're going to be yeet and yolo uh it's going to be great i'm uncomfy <laughs> uh we're on gmail on G- at we have an email account at gmail uh just us losers pod at gmail.com where if you want to save me the trouble of having to write a review you could write a black Widow review i told you that at the non-spoiler section um but yeah that's a thing that can happen so you should uh, you should probably tell us about that. Um, let's see, regular episode coming out. Uh, villain motivations. It'll be fun. We'll talk yeah. about villains, who they are, why they are. Be a good time. I've said that like four times. Yep. Yep. It's probably a good time to say thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs> Enough!